Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A lot to get to, but real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Like I said, we got a lot to get to, but I just want to catch you up. I was sick most of all last week, and come to find out I had COVID. Apparently, COVID's still a thing. Who knew? Who knew? But anyway, it didn't like level me. It was just one of those things where it was just more of an annoying sickness where I'd feel good, then I'd feel like shit, feel good, feel like shit. And, and it just kept going like that. Like like every like hour, it seemed like I was, I was feeling good. And then next thing you know, I felt like garbage. Anyway, it fucked up our family vacation because we're planning on going up to Dillon, Colorado, up in the mountains, if you're unfamiliar. And it's a great place right in the middle of just all these different little towns. And like there's Silverthorne, there's Keystone, there's Breckenridge, all within short driving distance. It's a great place. They got a beautiful lake up there or reservoir, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and it's just a great place to hang out, just relaxing. Well, we planned to go up there for like three or four days. I get sick. I have COVID. And the way things worked out was I would be cleared to, you know, officially interact with people by whatever day. And my wife's all, if you're feeling better that day, come on up and at least spend the last day up there with us because they were already up there. So I'm like, sure, let's go up there. I've, I felt better. Drive up there. It's like an hour and a half drive from where I live. Get up there, hang out with the family for maybe 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, I just get just leveled where I just felt like poo. <laughs> like a big pile of wet. It just rained outside poo. That's what it was. And I'm like, oh, man. And I thought about it. I'm like, do I stay here? But if I stay here, I'm just going to be laying in bed the whole time. And what fun is that? And that's just more in a, and I'm probably not going to be able to rest very well because of the kids, stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to drive back home. I'm sorry. So I drove all the way back home and then it just fell asleep immediately as soon as I got home. And then like a day or two later, I, I was, I think I was just completely over being sick and I was good to go. Then I ended up going on a road trip with my son down to La Junta, Colorado. He did a project during this school year about uh, a place called Bent's Fort out in La Junta. And it's this old fort. And they have people that reenact what they, what went on back in the day out there. And it's a really cool fort. So we, he and I, just a bros trip, drove out there. And one, it was cool to just go on a road trip with like one of my kids and I've never done it for that long of a trip and it was cool. So it's about three hours roughly from where we live and easy drive just long and he had no devices with him. Didn't allow that. So he had to look outside. He read books and we talked, we sang on to the radio, it, which he loved. He is one if you've ever met my son, he just he has a very outgoing personality and he does not care if somebody hears him sing. Like he just is singing his heart out. 
And it, it's it, he just loved it. Now, if my daughter was in the car, she doesn't like it when people sing in the car. Mostly me, because she's like, Dad, uh, I don't like the way you sound. <laughs> she's so mean to me. No. But uh, she doesn't like it when people sing. So he just was was so excited that he had the opportunity to sing whenever he wanted. So we listening to music and eating some snacks on the road, go to see Bent's Fort, get there, and it's this huge old fort, and they let you do just about everything there. As far as they have like a bell that the kids can ring, or I ring it a couple times. It was fun. And there's, you know, there's, there's like farm animals there like that they used on, on, you know, for the fort, like a donkey and horses and stuff like that. And, and just a lot of cool stuff. I have a video that I, I'm putting together uh, from our time out there. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Definitely worth going out there if you don't mind the drive. It's, it was like 10 bucks for an adult to get in. My son, since he was 10, was free. So really cool. It, plus, you get to see Colorado. Colorado is a beautiful uh, place to live, especially right now because we've had so much rain that everything is green. And it's beautiful. So I suggest if you do it, I mean, why not? Why not? Bent's Fort or Bent's Old Fort, however you want to say it. People call it both. But definitely worth going out there. It's a, it's a neat experience. Got to watch out for rattlesnakes. My son's all, hey, do you want to go on this path and go check out the river? And meanwhile, there's like signs everywhere that say, beware of snakes. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. Nah, that's adorable. No, I don't want to get bit. I don't. Not looking forward to that, son. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, good, good, because I was I was afraid he was going to be like, come on, Dad. We drove all the way out there. I don't want to drive all the way out here and then get bit by a fucking snake. I don't. Don't. And the whole time I'm like remembering like Chad Brown. Remember when we had Chad Brown on this podcast? who's former NFL linebacker, but like this insane snake expert. And he uh, talking about what, what you do if, if you see a snake and stuff like that. And I'm like trying to remember everything he said. And I'm like, fuck, what would I do? And then, then I go back to what I was joking about with Chad was like, I would, uh, I would hope that if a, s- a snake tried to strike me or a family member that I'd be quick enough to grab, grab it by the neck. And he's all, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, no, not a good idea. Oh, uh, you know what is a good idea? Jumping into those headlines. Let's go, let's go. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I'm an Android guy, but I can appreciate what Apple does, okay? I'm not one of those people that likes to throw down and be like, Apple's more superior than Android or, or vice versa. No. I mean, I will tell you this. If, if you drop your iPhone, it's probably going to break. Not now I'm jinxing my phone. Shit. Knock on wood. I just knocked on wood because I'm <laughs> an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> Apple unveiled its, its one of its most ambitious hardware efforts since iPhone. I read that from an article. I didn't. I don't actually talk that way. Apple unveiled its most ambitious hardware effort since the iPhone. <laughs> uh, 
it costs $3,499. That's good load. That's a lot of money. Holy shit. It's a virtual reality headset. Uh, and it's, it sounds pretty cool when you get into it. Let's set aside the price tag for a moment. That's a big fucking price tag. $3,500. Holy shit. But the Apple's, uh, Apple's Vision Pro immediately becomes the priciest and most advanced VR headset on the co- consumer market with a variety of different features, including the ability for the headset to adapt to a user's environment. Oh, that's awesome. The headset also allows users to look through the headset and change the display using their eyes, hands, and voice. The display on the headset adapts to a user's surroundings, but can also extend into an immersed environment, adjustable by the user. Unlike other AR headsets, the technology uses the feature called EyeSight, allowing a user's eyes to be visible and detect when others are approaching the user. So your buddies can't come up on you and just punch you right in the nuts. (laughs) That's really what that feature's for. (laughs) Like... I'm, I'm pretending to fish on the the you know Mississippi River or wherever I don't know, pick a river, and then zzz, ah it's nice and calm and cool out here. Whack! Somebody punches you right in the dick. Damn it! Damn it, Todd! Oh man, right there. Now, as cool as this sounds, and as neat as is, as it would be to have, I don't understand. Why you would spend $3,500 on a VR headset. Now, my joke on Twitter was, that's a lot of money to spend on a porn accessory, right? Because that's really what a lot of these people are going to use. Not all of them, but a good chunk of you that buy this are one of your things wife's out of town or husband's out of town whatever boyfriend girlfriend they're out you're gonna like i got all this time and this new vr headset let's go ahead let's get some porn going on i'm sorry it's most likely gonna happen if you own this i would put money that at some point you will use this for porn not knocking you for it i'd do the same thing right come on that's 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 what's going to happen. And that's a lot of money to spend on this. I don't understand really the point of spending that kind of money on on this for basic everyday gaming. I, I I'm not a gamer though. Some of you out there that love playing games. I know a lot of people that I used to work with at the radio station. I was always surprised how much time and money they would spend on gaming. I'm like, how do you, you have like a wife and and kids. How do you find the time and how do you justify spending this kind of money? They're like, well, it's my thing. And I'm like, oh my God, I I don't get it. I don't get it. But I can't imagine too many people are going to go out there and buy this right now. Unless you have a large amount of income, I just don't see somebody like Joe Schmo, like you and me, going out there and buying this. It doesn't seem like a smart investment. I'll just wait. I'll wait for another year or two when somebody like Samsung or something like that comes out with a cheaper version. Now, that being said, I'm sure it's it's not going to be 
too cheap. It's still probably going to be expensive. So I still, I'll just wait and wait and wait until it's really cheap. Because, you know, the next company that comes out here uh, comes out with something similar to this as far as the same technology. It's not just a VR headset. Like, this is very interactive, and it's very uh, user-friendly. I, I imagine the next person or next company that comes out, it won't be $3,500, but I'm guessing it's going to be in the $2,000 range. And then slowly... Uh, you know, in a couple of years, it'll be a little bit more affordable. I don't know. I don't know. I don't urge people to go out there and buy this because if you go out there and buy it at this price tag, they're going to keep that price tag really high. So what you need to do is, yeah, let your rich, rich friends buy it, play it, but don't go out there and buy it yourself. One, it's going to hurt you financially. And two, you need to force the hand of the seller and don't go out there and buy it. And they're going to realize, well, it's a good product. We sold some, but we ultimately, we need to hit this other demographic that just can't afford it. So eventually we're going to start chipping away the price. That's how that, that's how it's done. You're welcome. <laughs> that's how you do it. It's a, it seems so simple. Speaking of a simple thing, it, and also relating to Apple, they finally fixed a big problem that has been going on for years, years. And, and it, it blows my mind that they just now got around to fixing it. But I'm not a coder. I don't know how all that shit works. But I, for whatever fucking reason, Apple devices, I, iPad, iPhones and all that shit, if you tried to write fuck, it would write duck. So they fixed their ducking problem. Uh, you know, of finally, I don't understand why it took them that long. They just don't care is the only thing I could think of. Like they knew it was a problem. You just dealt with it and you worked around it. Right. Type of thing. But they finally got around to it. And now that's helped. That's good publicity for them. And, you know, I, I think I, I don't have a, I don't have that problem because I, I have a Samsung and it's Android. So when I write fuck, it, it knows I want to write fuck. <laughs> it's, it's cunt. Fuck. Shit. Cock. Uh, ass. Whatever. <laughs> right? It knows. It's like, ah, it's got. Now, at first, the first time it might go, Did, you know, it might have suggestions at the bottom be like ducking. I don't think ducking is ever one of them, but you know what I mean? It's, it's duck or did you mean, uh, instead of fuck, do you mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it would be a good truck. Did you mean truck? No, I didn't. I meant fuck, but it's funny because like it learns fairly quickly. So I don't understand why Apple took so long to do it other than they just didn't think it was that big of a deal. And people, uh, not enough people complained about it. And it was more of a funny problem. Because it would be funny if somebody's like, you know what? Duck you. Duck you, you piece of, you know, poo-poo. <laughs> it's like, who who is editing this? <laughs> it's Apple, man. It's Apple. So if you've noticed that on your iPhone, I don't know how that works. If, if that's just like... Um, you know, the OS update, like a random update, or do you have to buy a new app, iPhone to do that? 
that'd be kind of annoying. But I I don't know. I, to me, it doesn't seem like it was was that big of a deal. But it is surprising it took them that long to fix it. Speaking of surprising, this would just freak me out. Providence, Rhode Island. A man is facing four felony charges after police say he admitted to breaking into people's homes to steal sex toys. Why? To give as a birthday gift. Because nothing says happy birthday, little, you know, Frankie, than a, you know, a sex toy that's been used. <laughs> Who, what party is he going to? Please, God, let it be an adult, but it's, it's, it's disturbing. Disturbing. One, it's moronic to break into somebody's home. Two, it's moronic to steal somebody's sex toy, right? And then three, it's moronic to give a stolen sex toy as a birthday gift, right? I mean, come on. Could you imagine opening that and be like, oh, Carl, oh, you sick son of a bitch. Oh, oh, what is that? Oh, my God, Carl, you sick fuck. You sick fuck. Did you use it? No, I didn't use it, man. I stole it from some guy down the street. Oh, my God. What a horrible friend. I mean, I guess in a sense, his heart's in the right place. <laughs> he's stealing it to give. He, Oh, he's like uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> he steals from the rich and gives to the poor. People, instead of money, though, it's floppy dildos. Okay? It's a new age Robin Hood. <laughs> disgusting now when you see a robin hood story on tv you're gonna be like oh duh you son of a bitch all i can think of is like he's stealing uh, cock rings and you know pocket pussies and and dildos and giving them to the poor here you go folks oh bless your heart robin hood (laughs) my pocket pussy broke (laughs) Ooh, this one's a giant dildo look at that it's as big as my mom's arm why do you have to compare it to your mom's arm? That's disgusting. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, stupid. It's so dumb. Speaking of dumb, man, do you notice like every transition I do, it's always like, speaking of that, <laughs> like I'm some lame night uh, talk show. Oh, my God, my brain. It, it's like I'm some lame late night talk show. That's what it is. Be like, did you hear this one? I'm Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> anyway. A uh, New Mexico sonic worker has been arrested after a woman found cocaine in her hot dog. What the fuck? First of all, who's doing cocaine at Sonic? I that I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because I know there's a lot of chefs, especially like the when you're in like a in a full service restaurant, like a really busy restaurant, and there it's just non-stop i've heard i don't know for a fact but i've heard a lot of those high-end chefs they do cocaine to you know try to keep up because there's so much going on one you got to deal with you know the services plus you got to deal with you know the downtime when you're doing paperwork and all this other stuff to keep the restaurant afloat so i i've heard a lot of Big name, not big name chefs, but just like chefs that that run big 
uh, restaurants, they do a lot of cocaine, and it's very common in restaurants. But those are like the full-service restaurants, the super busy stuff. Now, as somebody that worked in in quick serve or fast food, however you want to say it, is um, I, I, I'm sure there was people like general managers that were doing this stuff, but I, I never never saw that it wasn't that crazy at like chipotle or or quiznos or subway but apparently there's workers and this was just a worker at a sonic and he had had his cocaine there and why would you bring your cocaine to sonic is it's not that hard of a job sorry as somebody that used to work in restaurants i can say that right but what the fuck? Thankfully, nobody ate it. And thankfully, especially a kid didn't ingest it. My God, man. Putting the public, the, the health in danger. That's fucking horrible. And could you imagine, looking at this from a more comical perspective, could you imagine like you're, you're downing a hot dog? <laughs> and you're like, oh, mm, that tastes a little weird. It's good though. It's good though. Woo! Yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> let's go! Oh, let's go run a mile! Woo! <laughs> like what? What? What the hell? What's up with Dad? <laughs> I don't know, but he is a fucking cleaning machine right now, and he he is just doing push-ups, doing a whole. I gotta go shit a brick. <laughs> what? I don't know what I don't know anything about uh, cocaine other than the stuff I've seen on TV. <laughs> but I man, that's it's scary. It is, and it just tells you just how many stupid people are out there that uh, you know, in just in general, and then the fact that they're handling people's food—that's scary too. But man, hey, FYI, if you do coke, crack, whatever, meth, don't bring it to work. Okay, yeah, you're a level-headed person. Don't bring your meth to work, okay? Jesus, that's so disgusting. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting, and right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. And you can, if you win or lose, they're going to match that first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do is visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions or download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Enter the promo code MILEHIGH and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This guy is being praised as like a hero. Like, oh, look at this guy. He's a genius. So brilliant. The Albert Einstein of our day. No, 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 no. Now, let me tell you the story, and then you decide. Maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe I'm the wrong. I'm wrong in this. <laughs> a Tesla owner installed a $2,500 solar trailer to charge his car while driving. Okay? Now, here's the thing. It's a solar tra trailer in that way, like he's driving along. I don't know how much it weighs. They didn't say it in the article, but I imagine that's causing more strain on the battery and using more energy. And listen, 
you can call him a genius, but it's not genius level. If this guy indeed was a genius, because this is somewhat smart, I guess, but a genius would have had had it made smaller. He would have made it much smaller. Something that doesn't require a fucking trailer. And if he would have been thinking in genius level, he would have made it part of the body of the vehicle. And maybe something like a wrap, okay, that's going to absorb the sun's energy and transfer it to a battery or however they do it or, you know, transfer it to the, the charge. I mean, it's not, a, it's not as great as he thinks it is. And hopefully he's not on a, a constant charge because everything I've heard about those is you don't want to be overcharging your battery and constantly charging it because it actually damages the longevity of the battery. So you're not supposed to do that. If I'm wrong on that, let me know. DeHuffOnCensored.gmail.com But after talking to multiple Tesla owners, that's what they say is like, you got to be careful how you charge it. A lot of people want to charge it like essentially nonstop, but that ruins the batteries and you're going to end up paying a shit ton of money to replace those. So if that is indeed the case... That dude is not a genius. That dude's a dipshit. Boom. <laughs> negative Nancy. You're welcome. Oh, I have a negative Nancy soundbite somewhere. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. <laughs> All right. So it's funny. The Denver Nuggets are taking on the Miami Heat. As I record this, game five is tonight. If the Nuggets win, they win the entire thing, the entire championship. I am superstitious. I am not going to say one way or the other. And also, as somebody that spent 18-plus years in sports broadcasting, I understand it's not over until it's over. The Miami Heat are not going to go into this game against the Denver Nuggets and just lay over and die. They're not. They are going to fight tooth and nail. So the Denver Nuggets need to match that and go above that. And they need to fight. And they will be bringing the heat to the heat. That sounded dumb. (laughs) But they got to defend the home court. The Nuggets do. And they want to win. They need to win on that home court against the Miami Heat. They need to bring that championship home for the first time ever in franchise history. They need to bring it home and win as the final clock strikes zero against the the Miami Heat, they need to do that at Ball Arena. They need to do that tonight. They need to bring the heat. I can't can't stop saying that, like, bring the heat. (laughs) Like, they need to to cool off the heat, right? (laughs) That's what they need to do. This is what the Denver Nuggets need to do tonight, okay? You can use this cliche if you want. The Nuggets need to, in Game 5, Bring, (laughs) can't say that, bring the heat. The Nuggets need to, in game five, against the heat, lick their fingers and snuff them out. Okay, there you go. (laughs) That's what needs to happen tonight. It's going to be a fucking fight. And what the Nuggets need to do, and listen, they're, they're at altitude. Use that to their advantage. Nuggets need to go hard and wear the heat out you want it by the time the fourth quarter starts 
where Miami is going to be trying so hard to keep up with the Nuggets, and they're going to be trying so hard to fight off elimination that they're going to be so exhausted by the time for the fourth quarter comes that the Nuggets can just slowly chip away and just add to their lead. That's what you would expect. The Nuggets need to go hard in this game, harder than they've done all season long, all playoffs long. The Nuggets need to go in there and lay down the <laughs> lay down the thunder. That's what they need. The Nuggets need to go in there and lay the hammer down. It's what they do. They need to do. Put the pedal to the metal. Don't let up. Do not let up. I, it's a competition, guys. You go in there and you beat the living snot out of the Miami Heat tonight. That's what you got to do. It's pretty fucking simple. Wear them out. Let them be reminded that they're at altitude and they have 19 plus thousand fans screaming at the top of their lungs at the sack, cheering for the Denver Nuggets. And I want that vibration of the cheers ringing through the heads of the Miami Heat players going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That was a horrible, like, little rant that I went on. <laughs> it's horrible. I was, like, sitting there going, like, how can I do this? <laughs> but I didn't. I fucked it up. Fucked it up. Long and short of it, guys, the, the Nuggets need to use what's, what's in front of them. Use what you have. And what they have is they, they are at altitude, so they need to, they need to wear them out. So that the you want to see when they take shots of the sidelines for the Miami Heat, you want to see all those players grabbing an os- oxygen mask. That's what you want. Or they're sitting there going, oh, my God, you, they're just exhausted. That's what needs to happen. The Nuggets need to go full throttle the entire game because they can do it. They're used to it. The Heat are not. The Heat will get worn out very quickly. So hopefully, hopefully that is what's going to happen tonight as the Nuggets take on the Heat. And um, really what I was going to talk to you guys about is you always hear the, there's always in championship games or matches, the two different cities try to have like a a wager. And they're usually kind of lame. So the, the, uh, What's his nuts? Mayor Hancock of Denver threw down a little bet with the Miami Miami mayor. And basically, if the Denver Nuggets win the finals, the greater Miami Chamber of Commerce will send the Denver Metro Chamber a basket of stone crabs, key limes, flan, and Bacardi rum, and will make a $1,000 donation to Metro State University's culinary uh, program. Now, if the Miami Heat win the finals, the Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce will reward the greater Miami Chamber with a basket of Colorado beef, Coors beer, Palisade peach jams, Pueblo green chilies, and Enstrom's candy. And they'll also make a $1,000 donation to the Florida International's culinary uh, program. By the way, I think the the, the nugget, if... if if Denver loses, the basket that is representative of Colorado is a lot better than the shit that, that Miami has. Now, what would be better is like if 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 
Denver loses the, the part of their thing is like Colorado beef, Coors beer, a block of weed, uh, Palisade peach jams, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like what? Whoa. Is there a block of weed in here? Yeah. Yeah. It's a brick of weed, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I, here's I, while I think this is a fun thing, I appreciate that there's donations going to uh, universities. I think that's cool. What I don't like is all this is doing is going to the people of uh, the Chamber of Commerce. And it's not going to anybody that really needs the food. How about this next time that you guys be like, instead of going to the Chamber of Commerce, how about you feed like a thousand people? right? Uh, with all the food that you're donating. Wouldn't that be better? Am I being too much of a, a does that mean I'm woke? <laughs> it sounds, no, I just think that's a nice thing to do because it, here's what always pisses me off is like when, when people that get free shit usually are the people that can afford free shit. How about you give some stuff to people that are in need? I'm just saying that would be nice. Give give the the people of Denver stone crabs, key limes, flan, and Bacardi rum. They'll all enjoy that. <laughs> they would. So I don't know. I I think that it's kind of cool that they do that, but I I I just I wish it wouldn't go to the higher up type people. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it goes to other people that I just don't realize. But anyway, hey, you know what I do know? I know we need to. Jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in on the mailbag via Twitter and signed anonymous. He said, if bald people work in a restaurant, do they still need to wear a hairnet? Now, I did some research on this because I wanted to make sure that I was in the right on this one because... One, it's been a while since I've been in restaurants, to be honest, and, and rules change quite often. And let's be honest, most of the time I go into a restaurant, nobody's wearing a fucking hairnet. They're not, but they are wearing something else. You don't need to wear a hairnet, regardless of how much uh, hair is on your head, if you wear a hat. It has to be some sort of hair restraint. Now, everything that I read said that if you're bald, you should still wear a hat. People will argue this, and I, I just every I was on the um, what's it called websites. The uh, I can't think right now. The for people that enforce the food and shit like that. Um, <laughs> I can't think of it right now. The health department, fuck. <laughs> anyway, I was on their websites, and it doesn't say anything about that other than if you are in, if you're working around food, you're supposed to have some sort of hair restraint. So I would say, I would say this you don't have to wear a hairnet, but you should wear a hat. You should wear a hat anyway, especially if you're on the grill or something like that, because that sweat, that's going to help protect. Protect the customers from your drippy ass sweat, right? So I, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine most people in the back of the house usually don't wear a hat or a hairnet. 
they probably don't. If you walked into back in the back of any kitchen, that's what you're probably going to find that most workers aren't, which is disgusting. But every restaurant I worked at is we were always we would wear hats instead. So I, I would say I would say bald people don't need to wear a hairnet. Again, I'm not officially certified on that answer being correct. So if you work for the health department, correct me, please. I'd appreciate it. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or at DeHuffPodcast. But everything I read was you don't need to wear a hairnet. You just have to wear a hat at least, something to restrain the hair and the sweat from dripping down onto the customer's food. So there you go. I, I think that's right. I think that's right. I want to know if I'm wrong, though. And I got to be honest, there's plenty of times I've peeked back in a like a full service restaurant and nobody's wearing a hat. Nobody's wearing a hairnet. That happens a lot. So if you guys work at a restaurant, I know what happens is once the health inspector comes, everybody goes, oh, shit, <laughs> go grab a hairnet. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what we used to do on stuff. Shit, health inspector's here. Go clean that up. <laughs> everybody does it. Don't act like you don't, unless you work for a really, really nice restaurant. Then fuck off. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. If you want to reach out to the podcast, go ahead and do so. Like I said, you can hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast, or you can send me an email if you want to make it a little bit more private or if you have a bigger Thing that you want to write to huff uncensored at gmail.com thank you guys so much for joining the podcast really appreciate it have an amazing day don't forget to smile hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode that's what we're here for it's to huff uncensored let's keep moving forward i'll talk to you next time